woke up, came downstairs, and I'm just like, what the fuck? What day is it? <laughs> Welcome to episode 55 of the Thrash Report. This is live um, July 1st. Whoa, dude. July 1st, 2021. Um, this is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. My name is Chris and joining me, my co-host, my partner in crime. Again, my heavy metal concert buddy, Jim Osborne. Jim. How you doing, man? Confused. It's been 26 years, and I still don't know where he came from, where he went, that cotton-eyed Joel. <laughs> they have not released the info. I think he's on the back of milk cartons now. Oh. Otherwise, I'm doing well. I'm not digging wells. Doing wells. Doing doing wells. Yeah. How are you doing? Doing okay, man. I, uh, I'm a little groggy. Um, I had a, had a really... <laughs> I had a... Uh, I had, a, I had a busy day today, and mm -hmm. it only took a matter of seconds by the time I just laid down for like a second, and I fell asleep. So <laughs> literally, you calling me was like, hey, bro, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, I woke you up, but it took you more about 15 minutes after that to really wake you up. Oh, dude, I was like, what day is it? Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, literally, man, it was seconds. What does that say? I mean, does that say that you're severely like sleep deprived? I don't know. Um, we'll get to that in the news in a minute. Ooh, ooh. Let's see. Um, hey, before we get rolling, I just yeah. want to take a minute to um, thank our uh, thank our sponsor. Yes. So let's go ahead and give a shout out to uh, CBD Twin Cities. Uh, again, we want to thank them for their support. Um, they do offer safe, top tier CBD products, and it really is of the highest quality. Um, all of their products are third-party lab tested. They're manufactured in an ISO 7 clean room. All of their products are organically grown and sourced from Southern Colorado. They encourage you to try their new relaxing, soothing, tasty new Delta line of edibles, or I'm sorry, Delta 8 line of edibles. You know, they have uh, chocolates, they have gummies. And they're all available now at discovercbdtwincities.com. Head over there and use the code THRASH for 20% off your order and free shipping. We want to thank them for their support. And uh, we, uh, we have a really great episode today, Jim. We're, we, have, mm -hmm. we have some interesting news. Um, I, you know, I want to say that it's almost like, do you feel as though there really is kind of like a, almost like a resurgence of thrash right now? Like, it just seems like there's so much music. Like these last few months has just been like, dude, there's so much stuff to listen to. It's a, uh, it's a fun, fun time for, uh, for metal for sure. You're talking like brand new stuff or just you're hearing more of it. I'm, 
a little bit of both, man. Like, yeah. I mean, even like some of the older stuff that like I may have missed or it just, yeah, coming out of the woodwork. But even that there's like new, new, epi- uh, new, uh, new bands, new artists. I mean, I, uh, I have one that I'm going to mention today that you know, brand new album dropped this year in 2021. And uh, mm-hmm. it's thrash So, Yeah. I've, uh, I've been doing a lot of, listening as well i showed off my new speaker i got a few weeks ago and we got uh, we've done some work on our house we have a new patio outside nice so i've been sitting out there just listening to some music and mm-hmm. you know on itunes or sorry, apple music i'm still yeah. calling itunes all the time but that's right um they if you listen to an album when it's over it just jumps to another song and just kind of plays random stuff yep and I don't know, I just wasn't really paying attention. I was playing a game on the computer and listening to stuff. And then all of a sudden, a different song started playing. It wasn't the band I had chosen. Like, oh, what's this? And it sounded really cool. So I've got a whole bunch of bands now that I need to check out because just they kept on coming and coming and good stuff. So I've been adding it to my list and checking it out. So I would agree there seems like there's more stuff out, but I think that's just more of me opening my ears to more and kind of pursuing more stuff. But definitely seeing there is a ton of shit out there yeah yeah not shit but stuff. <laughs> right yep. good shit a- absolutely absolutely so we're, we're we have some uh some release to talk about and then i'm gonna jump back to um i'm gonna jump back to 1989 to talk about our back in the day uh so 32 years ago there was an amazing thrash band um out of seattle so we're gonna jump into them and Seattle, you say Seattle. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, maybe you guys can be thinking about who might that be. Well, we'll let yeah. you know here in just a little bit. <laughs> All right. What, uh, what do you want to, what do you want to get started with, man? What do we got cooking? Some news. Let's see. What do we got here? First up, I saw a list on metalsucks.net and uh, the, like us, this writer has been watching the anthrax 40 episodes yeah um episode 20 just came out yesterday i think i watched it yesterday the up to volume eight now and this writer at metal sucks decided to list his favorite john bush era anthrax songs i read it and i've been listening to the more john bush lately just because i've been kind of following along listening to the albums as they come out on their Mm -hmm. uh, anthrax 40 so i've said it a million times here i love john bush i love all anthrax and uh so i checked out his list and here's his list he's gonna do the top 15 but he had two he just he said it was like a sophie's choice so (laughs) he's got 16 so i'll just go through the titles quick starting at 16 he's got 604 from volume eight that has always been kind of a fun song it's really super short um it's the story behind it i remember reading when it came out um in a magazine before the internet days, I believe. I read that it was actually about, they saw a headline in one of the tabloids, like the National Enquirer or something about 604 pound woman can't stop eating. (laughs) So they just made a song about Can't stop eating, can't stop eating, can't stop eating. She's so fat. (laughs) Super short song, super funny. And then he goes to Perpetual Motion from Stomp 442. And then Nothing from Stomp 442. Take the Music Back from We've Come For You All, Crush Volume 8, which I think is a great song too, great album opener. And then probably one of my, if it's not my favorite, it's in my top two or three Bush songs, Thousand Points of Hate from Sound of White Noise. That was 
like my theme in high school. I was uh, oh, yeah. angry, like my depression back then settled as anger. So I was always pissed off. And every time I heard this song, it was like, he's reading my mind. It was, it was like my theme song. I would walk into a room and that's the song that I'd be walking in slow motion. Right. And that song would be playing. That's yeah. 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 So still love the song. Not nearly as angry. Um, and then we go to superhero. We've come for you all inside out from volume eight safe home, which is a great song. Scott Ian that one time said it's his favorite song to play live it's from we've come for you all. And a uh, Cadillac rock box, which of course features Dimebag at the beginning. Uh, leaving Charlie a message about the new song that he was listening to in his car, which or is a, it's a Chevy Avalanche that he was cruising around. No, Cadillac, not Chevy. Escalade, Escalade. Yeah, yeah it's not Avalanche rock box. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. And uh, Potter's Field from Sound of White Noise. Oh, which, so good. Oh, like one of the, that's the song that got me into Anthrax because I had always, I heard about them and then I got that album. That was my first album. So I popped that in and then just uh, like the sound of that person walking through the woods, stepping on the sticks and then like the screams coming at you from all sides. And then the, that hooked me right away. So I would put that one higher on my list. Refuse to be denied by we are on. We've come for you all room oh, for one dude, more. That, that song, like literally like, I mean, that song is so emotional for me, especially like, you know, after, after the twin tower collapse. Right. And, and that whole moment in, in history, I just, I'm telling you, listening to that song, I even, I remember back then, and I actually wrote an email. So this was before they had social, right. And I, I, I wrote an email to Charlie, um, like via their website or something. And, uh, just telling them that, driving in my car and listening to that song, like literally tears came to my eyes. Like it was just like, ah, oh, anyway. Yeah. Some moving for sure. And uh, Room for One More, another one from Sound White Noise, brilliant track. And then the Sophie's Choice one for this writer was Contact, What Doesn't Die from We've Come For You All. And What Doesn't, or uh, yeah, What Doesn't Die. I mean, that first time I heard that one, I'm like, this is right. different. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's got blast beats in it. It's heavy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but yeah great song. And then uh, Invisible, Sound White Noise. And of course, Only One Left is only sound white yeah, noise dude. dude i remember uh only i was at a, like a company retreat for work and uh like we like like where i worked before they would like rent out this whole resort you know for all of us employees right and so we were at this and it was like one of these where there was like training and there was like it was like hardcore all day long but then all night it was super fun like they had all these fun things happening and sure enough at one of the bars you know there was karaoke going on and or, uh, do I say it wrong? I don't know. Karaoke, whatever. And uh, so, oh, <laughs> and so I remember going down there and I'm like, nothing ever cool, <laughs> you know? And so sure enough, I'm looking at the book just casually and I'm like, what are the odds of them having an anthrax tune? And so sure enough, cause that's the way I always go every single time. 
And I'm like, no way they have freaking only. And I'm like, dude, I am never going to be in this spot at this time. And I'm like, sure enough, cue it up. And so I freaking laid down the craziest freaking only karaoke rendition you'd ever see in your, in your entire life. And it was almost like a blur. And then afterwards I'm done. I'm just like sweating and I'm just like, Oh dude, I, I felt just like awesome. Right. And I look around and I'm like, no one got that on video. Are you kidding me? Like we're a bunch of technology nerds with phones in our pockets. In my mind, it was really cool. It probably looked really lame, but I'm just saying. That's all that matters, man. You did it. <laughs> yeah. So we've got another list here. This one is from loudwire.com. I would encourage you to go read this article. I'm just going to give you the 12, but it's the 12 wild things science has discovered about metalheads. You're talking about sleeping and being groggy and what before. So there's some of that mentioned here. Nice. So, uh, yeah. So 12 things science has learned about metalheads through music studies. Fans' mental health benefits from listening to metal. We've discussed that at length. Yep. Heavy metal listeners could have lower blood pressure. It's maybe because we cut Slayer into our arms and the blood just <laughs> seeps out. So there's no more pressure. Oh, funny. I'm a doctor. Well, we got heart surgeon in the room. He could maybe tell us about that. <laughs> metal fans are more likely to have a sexual encounter in a car. There might even be two people in a car. Oh, <laughs> like with somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does it, do they both have to be metalheads? <laughs> Rock and metal listeners are among the happiest of music fans. I believe that. Listening to black and death metal is good for focus and productivity. Not to my teachers in high school. Turn that off. Death metal makes fans happy. You actually can judge metalheads by their music taste. That'd be an interesting one to read. So again, this oh. is from Loudwire. So go to Loudwire and look for the 12 things science has discovered about metalheads to read all the stuff that goes with this uh you can get a phd studying heavy metal i've heard this over in australia if you could do it online metal fans music choices can affect their driving safety metalheads can often be the most loyal that is true yes uh, i have heard of that we're we're some of the most loyal fans for sure mm -hmm. and listening to metal can decrease anger listening to just over an hour of music each day has health benefits dude i like it i can't wait you know i just i I geek out over these, you know, the social sciences and kind of the neuroscience of why we are metalheads. Yep. <laughs> you know, I just, I, I geek out about that stuff. So that's pretty awesome, dude. Nerd! Our friends at liquid metal have been uh, advertising that they're looking for listener domination for the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. I saw that man. Yeah. So it used to be a thing every week they would have a fan call in or send in their, like a voice memo of their five favorite songs or just five, whatever five songs they wanted to play. And I think it just got to a point where it's hard to connect like the fan or the listener to host at Liquid Metal to get things going. So they stopped doing it and they've talked about bringing it back. But this weekend for 4th of July, they are, but a bunch of people have sent things in. I sent a couple in, one as myself, one as Tom Anderson from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> so... <laughs> Something wrong, officer? Sir, we're looking for these two fugitives. Well, I'll be danged. That's them two kids that have been whacking in my camper. That's looking awesome. Looking forward to hearing that one. I, I sent it to, I texted it to uh, Sean to see what he thought. And he thought it was pretty good. So we'll keep your ears out for that. And speaking of Sean, 
some big news out of his camp. He has been promoted at Liquid Metal or at SiriusXM. Saw that. Yep. So he is now a uh, programmer. He's still the he's programmed now at Turbo Channel Forty One Faction Punk, and there's a third one. So he's doing three stations, but he's still doing his uh, weekly show Monday through Friday on Liquid Metal, and still the voice of Ozzy's Boneyard. He's a busy dude. So That's congratulations, awesome. Sean. Cool. Horns up, bud. Way to kill it. Our old pal D. Snyder was on Family Feud a couple weeks ago. Dude, he was uh, he was winning. Him and his family won a bunch of money for uh, for the vets. And uh, if those of you haven't checked it out, um, it's pretty fun watching the Snyder family. Just basically, they they kind of just did an amazing sweep in Family Feud. And, uh, but it was, it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Yeah. It's cool to see his family. And, um, they were playing Terry Bradshaw from Hall of Fame quarterback, Terry Bradshaw, if had him and his family around and he's always just a, he's a goofy ass man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool to see him too. And there's some very funny moments on, so definitely check out, uh, where'd you say you saw it? Hulu? Uh, yep. Yep. It was on Hulu, like the next day, uh, on celebrity family feud and, and, uh, and it was, it was crazy too. Cause like, again, I, I, I dig the show too. And you know, when they got to the, uh, to the end, right. They, they, they won, got to the bonus round D and Suzette, they were the team at the end. And it's like, they're going through like the top 10. Right. And it's like, they were saying the answers and I'm just like, this is like a slam dunk. Like they just, and it's like when one didn't get the number one answer, the other, like, if D didn't get it, Suzette got it, or vice versa. Like, like, dude, they got this in the bag. It was, it was pretty fun. You love to sleep in on Saturday morning, but you always get woken up early by what? Kids. How many hours can you drive before you need to take a break? Five. Fill in the blank. Toe, that's T-O-E, blank. Jam. Name something you can drink hot or cold. Coffee. It can be a stressful experience buying a new what? car oh it's cool to see our metalheads hitting the mainstream uh and it was cool too because they got some promo right steve mm-hmm. harvey mentioned uh leave a scar out the end of july pretty yeah. cool dude so what's this about a cool way to keep your food cold <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> this is crazy you know every now and then um we have these crazy branding crossovers and believe it or not um, our friends at Iron Maiden now have an igloo branded cooler. Absolutely cool. They actually, if you go to their website uh, um, at igloo, you'll see this cooler. This is a versatile 21 can cooler to keep your drinks and food cold. And it's that trademark like tent design that kind of slides back and forth. But it's awesome because the artwork on it has you know, it's designed with this, the Playmate cooler design with the, the uh, Iron Maiden graphics. Wait, Playmate? <laughs> the, not the Playmate. Oh. Not like a centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, this cooler, I, I went right when I saw the article, I'm looking at it, I'm like, 50 bucks, man, I don't know. Well, of course, it took like less than a day to sell out. <laughs> and so, yeah, this special edition cooler get it with uh, this amazing artwork. And again, we'll have links in the show note. Um, pretty cool, man. I mean, at first when I thought, when I saw it, I thought it was like a smaller, like lunchbox, but it's not, it's bigger. 
So I'm like, ah, it makes more sense. If I would have read the freaking <laughs> description, I, I would have grabbed one because it's pretty awesome. So it's called Chill with the Beast. Go find your Iron Maiden branded Igloo cooler wherever you can find it. But it's sold out. But you know what I mean? Those guys will put their name on anything. Pretty close. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. What's over your shoulder there on the wall? Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Mine's on the wall over here. Legacy of the Beast Tapestry we went to. Yeah, we got some uh, some cool releases to check out. One of the first ones that I want to talk about is um, is a band called Black Jackal. I believe I got this band out of one of the new Facebook groups that you and I... There's a bunch of them, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, anyway, so this is one that they dropped relatively recently. They're based out of San Antonio, Texas, and it's their first album that dropped just recently in 2021, their debut album called Forever War. They said this is their visceral journey to a plane of existence of perpetual warfare. Uh, what, dude? Combatants, combatants throughout time and space now convene for the ultimate contest, reborn from dead flesh to the endless reality of battle. Old gods renew with every vitality for every life lost, and our dimension feeds an another thrall to the forever war anyway i want to see these guys fight guar <laughs> right <laughs> and so anyway go check out black jackal it's kind of like uh thrash kind of like a blackened thrash but uh again brand new brand new album their debut release dropped and then we mentioned it before a few weeks ago that they had just released their third single off the new album but coffinized by the absence out of tampa bay florida i believe that came out last Friday, and it's awesome. Like I said, the first three songs that came out were good. The whole thing, front to back, awesome. Jeremy Kling on the drums, I just love his sound. And, uh, so yeah, The Absence, Coffinized, now out. And then another kind of follow-up, we talked about these guys a few weeks ago too, uh, Squid Hammer Metal from Wisconsin. Yep. Um, I think we talked about their song, Firing Order, 18436572 is out. And I just listened to it again today, and it's groovy. They're uh, huge Pantera fans. You can hear it in their music, and this one's...
got a lot of groove to it. So check out firing order one eight four three six five seven two from Squid Hammer Metal. <laughs> I love I think, it. I, I think it's like it. when you try to like cool metal guy three eighty two because. <laughs> Yeah, well, that three eighty one and down to one were all taken. So maybe there's that many songs called Firing Order. They uh, also they've said they'll come on the show as guests pretty soon here, and because they are going to promote their or are promoting, check out their social medias, Squid Hammer Metal. They are promoting Dime Stock, the tenth annual Pantera tribute. And like I mentioned before, I won't be able to make it this year. I've tried for like last three four years to go but there's just life gets in the way i want to go there sometime and now this year i just saw that carbon four brewing out of madison is sponsoring it i love that beer so it's even hurts even more i can't go <laughs> goofy brewery they got you know, all sorts of different kinds and just kind of funny names they have a like diet starts tomorrow stout and <laughs> fantasy factory pale ale which has like a i think it's a cat riding a unicorn holding machine gun over in a rainbow or something it's just <laughs> why would why would you not yeah so carbon four brewing check them out dime stock tribute to pantera coming up so check out squid hammers socials we got a little taste of some uh some rob flynn today yeah did you hear the song i did yes i tried to find it tonight i before we started this because i wanted to check it out and like i said it's a, a busy day but Yep. Yeah. Once Human has got a new release featuring Rob Flynn. What was it like? Uh, it kind of kind of sounded like Machine Head. No. <laughs> uh, it was good. I mean, again, I, I just heard a, a clip, just like a, a teaser that was on on Rob's social. he posted so um but it was good man i mean again it's, it's heavy uh yeah i will look harder for it cool looks like we got some others uh in the live chat saying yeah that the new one human track is pretty killer another reminder too bill in in the chat mentioned that uh, uh wraith has a brand new track that dropped and i did see that i didn't get a chance to listen to it but yeah thanks for the reminder for sure i'm going to put that on my playlist mentioned it a little bit last week with our Krog guests from the Krog Pound, the uh, Metallica 30 that's coming out in September, I think, but they've released a few songs on there. Last week they released Enter Sandman covered by Juanes. Juanes? I'm not sure how to I don't know, yeah. And uh, the Nothing Else Matters with Elton John, Miley Cyrus, Yo-Yo Mama jokes. (laughs) That's right. Did you Uh, you hear the, uh, did you hear the demo? Sandman or Sabbath True? Sabbath true like I, I didn't listen to it yet i don't know that i haven't heard the difference i haven't checked that one out i've saw it mentioned but i have not listened yep. to it yet and then uh this week they released three versions of sad but true one of them's live i'm not sure who's all doing them all i know i saw saint vincent i'm not sure
that is that I'm, but yeah. I got to listen to those three and I'm excited about this. I don't, obviously a huge Metallica fan and love the Black Album. I've seen a lot of people bitching about how there's no real heavy metal people doing all these covers and stuff. Like what band has not, I don't remember if I said this last week or not, but what band that we all love, what metal band has not covered Metallica yet? Right. I mean, they've all done it. Those covers, you want to hear of heavy people covering Metallica, it's out there already. So it, I always like hearing new people or uh, new takes on songs I like. So, you know, growing up, my kids had a CD of Metallica lullabies. That was fun to listen to. And we got uh, Scorch Earth Orchestra released uh, the whole Master of a, a Puppets album. So it's like that whole album just done as an orchestra. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome. So I'm looking forward to seeing all this stuff. Yeah. And I think, you know, we talked about it before. I mean, the Metallica Black album is one that kind of transcends genres and, and fans. I mean, there can be, you know, there can be a lot of other uh, genres of music and a lot of other artists that they went through that, you know, some people, it, it really was a phase, right? I mean, they went through, it was a very powerful and important album for them at that time, even though they may be, you know, into another genre of music. And so I, I understand why well, they have all these other artists doing it and play, paying tribute. I mean, one of the, uh, one of the most, I want to say one of the most influ influential albums across metal. I mean, you know, so how many people, you know, that was kind of their, their first taste of, of Metallica. So many, I know <laughs> so many, right? Yeah. So it, it kind of makes sense. It's made more than sense. It's one of the best selling albums of all time. <laughs> That's right. Sorry money joke well it is one of those you know where they continue to sell so many like every freaking month like what i think it's that is it still over five thousand copies a week something yeah something goofy. Like, <laughs> so i think the next one i just want to quick mention too and it came from one of the groups i i again i didn't have time to really dig into a lot of it but it is um this metal band called honey believe it or not. So the name of the band is called Honey. Name Sweet. of the album, name of the album is called Forever Fire. And they're from Philly. I don't know too much about them, but uh, again, it, one of the one of the uh, groups mentioned them. I went and checked it out, and I was like, "Holy crap! Where have these guys been?" You know, like like we mentioned, there's just so many. So I'm actually excited to have this long weekend because chill and listen to music, man. <laughs> like, it's gonna be great, dude. We got some. Uh, dude, I love it that we can talk about uh, live music again, dude. Yes, not live streams, which were awesome this last year to just for something but actual live music just every day new shit's being announced it's uh i'm broke yeah right <laughs> big one this last week was the bass strikes back tour i know we talked with chuck billy on the headbangers con about that coming back so yep testament exodus death angel coming to the u.s we got our tickets november 7th skyway theater in twin cities yep and so hey if anybody in the twin cities um st paul minneapolis let us know man hit us up send us an email get up to us on social maybe we can do a meetup ahead of time hang out grab some food grab a drink dude that'd be awesome yep. i've seen a lot of people posting that we're friends with and that are planning on going there so it'd be good time 
It'll be great. I think uh, so. Testament's uh, own Eric Peterson, he comments, finally, we are able to announce the suspended tour due to the due to the pandemic. We are totally excited to get on the road again and continue where we left off supporting the newest release, Titans of Creation, along with our brothers of Thrash, Exodus and Death Angel. So go up and get your uh, get your tickets. Horns up. Yes. So it'll be exciting, man. I'm I'm jacked. You know, I was gonna ask you, man. So with uh, with the dude, oh my god, why can't I think of his name right now? With accident, the dude going through chemo. It's time hunting. What's what do, do we know? I mean, is are they planning to have him? Like, is I mean, not to be morbid. I'm just saying, like, are things looking good? Is he doing well? Like, planning on touring, you know? Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna be on the tour or not. I thought of that too, and I never looked into it assume not since he's still going through the treatment and i know they just did a big fundraiser and they're selling a bunch of gear and signed gear and stuff that would be awesome if he's healthy enough to do it yeah totally i I just i think you know and again i I wish him all the best and i hope that he's getting the right treatment and he'll be strong enough and do that i just you know i look back my personal experience right my dad suffered uh suffered cancer he had pancreatic cancer and seeing Mm. him go through the chemo and the treatment, like there's no way he could do that, you know? And uh, he literally was a half the man he used to be going through the treatment, but yeah. I don't know the details of, of this. So um, we wish him all the best and, and hopefully things, uh, things work out. Yeah. Get well, Tom. Yeah. And then I, this next one, I saw the who, not like the sixties rock band, but the, the who we, we talked hey. about them a few months ago. They covered sad, but true. Yep. Which was a killer cover, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like what Jose was saying, how one of the next things in metal is he wants to see all these yep. bands from around the world represent their culture and bring it into metal and cover they did of <laughs> Sad But True. It was right up yep. right that alley. That was awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So they have a headlining tour, but they're also doing a support run with Hailstorm. So with Hailstorm, that's in the beginning of September, going through New York, Oklahoma, Missouri, North Carolina. And then their headline and festival looks like it's throughout September and October, and they will be in our area, Minneapolis and Milwaukee on the 14th and 15th of October. So nice. Where are they playing? Where are they playing here? Varsity theater. Okay. I've never been there. I, I have, I think that is where I saw, that's where I saw death angel. Do the warm-up bands play at the junior varsity theater? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you're full of them. I'm full of it. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Yeah, and then this one, unfortunately, is just kind of a Pacific Northwest tour, but it's Lich King and Ex Mortis. Awesome to see our yep. friends in Ex Mortis are doing some shows. I know they got some local LA shows, too, coming up, but yep. yeah, Lich King, I got to listen to more of them. It's been a while, sadly, that I've yeah. listened to them, but they're awesome new thrash, well, and new that- generation of thrash. Oh, totally. And I think that, uh, again, that was the one thing too, where I was like super excited when I saw it. Cause I think I mentioned this, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but like the new Flotsman Jetsam, it's one of my so far, like favorite albums of the year. Like the new Flotsman Jetsam is so good in my opinion. And, uh, they announced a tour and I was like super excited and I'm like, Oh, well, it's just like on the West coast. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, speaking of albums of the year, I just saw our friend Bill. He must have taken care of all the hearts, you know, being the heart surgeon. I think all the hearts are healthy in his area because he's got, what'd you say, Bill, 32 or 31 or 32 albums of the year so far? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Dude, Bill, you got to let us know how many 
uh, metal t-shirts do you really have? Oh man, it's got to be in the hundreds, I would think. Slightly above all of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so nice fun. work, Bill. <laughs> Excellent work. Dude, you are one that waves the flag of metal. I love it. Another dude, another one is Mashuga, which that one, you know, we really haven't had any recent news or anything, but dude, all of a sudden it popped up in the concert calendar that Mashuga is coming. They're going to be here uh, locally and they have uh, support acts with Torch and Converge. No, or was that a 2022 date? I can't remember now. The Mashuga shows are 2022, I believe. Okay, got it. Yeah, that was March. March, I'm sorry. That was March of next year. But, you so, know, their timing is all over the place, so that's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, so um, Mashuga, I saw it. I saw him at uh, a festival. It's cool. It's fun. And I think you and I kind of talked about him. Like, I like Mashuga. I think they're heavy. But it's kind of like, it's just hard because maybe my brain's just too simple to really get <laughs> all the complexity that they're doing. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, for me, it just, there's not a, a good hook or like a repeating pattern that my brain can understand. <laughs> but it's awesome. Yeah. So those of you that are into Mashuga, make sure you check them out uh, next March. Yeah, I'm in the same boat there. I mean, I don't have anything against them, but I remember in the mid 90s when they were first coming out and I had somehow got one of their EPs. Don't even know if it's around anymore, but I, there's some tracks on there that I liked, but as I progressed, I just I didn't quite follow along with it. And one of my friends in a band said, you know, they're like a band's band. Like you have to understand music to really get my sugar. And sure. I certainly respect their place in metal because I know yeah. they're huge and influential and amazing musicians and stuff, but it's. Yeah. I think that that's, and that's, you know, that's the cool thing about this genre, right? I mean, you can just have so many out there and, we respect them as musicians. We just may not totally align. Dude, it was crazy. In uh, one of the groups we talked about, you know, last week, I think we talked about, not last week, sorry, we had Krog on last week, but like two weeks ago, we talked about our back in the day of nuclear, I'm sorry, am I saying that right? Nuclear assault. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nuclear assault, uh, something wicked. And it was great because somebody just recently was asking about uh, what other thrash they should be listening to. And right now he's totally hooked on, that album from, yeah. from nu nuclear assault. And I was like, yay, <laughs> it just made me happy. We're metal buddies. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as local bands go, we obviously had Krog on last week. So they've got their show on the 10th again, July 10th. And then the following week at slam Dakota. So if you're in the area, go check it out. But I'm super pumped last week. I bought tickets for my first lacrosse area, local show at the warehouse. I think, yeah, July 13th, I will be seeing local bands, soulless skin. two-piece and kind of like a black death kind of a thing i got the corpse paint and cool man they go the whole nine yards like the very first show i went to at the warehouse i walked in and then i saw these two guys wearing corpse paint and these kids are young and then one's still in high school and one's maybe just out i don't know their exact ages but young still and i go to this show i see all these young kids and there's these two kids in black or the, the corpse paint it's like damn, these kids are serious. Like, I thought they were just there as fans, like checking out the other bands. And then they get up on stage and just started blasting, like literally just blasting for 
you know, 15, 20 minutes they played and really looking forward to that going to the warehouse again. It's um, they released, I think they're doing four shows that week and it's um, you now they're bringing in food. They're having interviews with the bands and then the bands are playing. Yeah. So they're having limited capacity just to kind sure. of bring in some money, but still be safe and everything, but that's awesome. And that was a week and a half away. I'm going to be seeing live music again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was uh, and that you said the name was soulless skin. Soulless skin. Yep. It's S O U L L E S S K I N. Did they, uh, do they have content like up on Bandcamp or something, or can I grab their stuff somewhere? Uh, there might be on Bandcamp. I know check out YouTube. They've got some live stuff Okay. on there and uh, a couple of songs, a few songs in there. Yeah. Cool. So, and I believe they've recorded some new stuff or have at least worked on some new stuff. Yeah. So shout out to Aiden Deerman and Hunter Kryeski, Soulless Skin. Check them out. So I think you're going to try and stump us with some heavy metal trivia. What do you got? Uh, this one, you probably know if you've been watching the Anthrax 40. Ooh, I don't know. My, my, my memory's not too great, but yes, I have <laughs> just, been. Just came out yesterday. So. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I already slept one cycle, remember? <laughs> when I sleep, it's, I'm like a goldfish. Yeah, so I, I had forgotten this until I saw it last night too. And there's a hidden track on Anthrax Volume 8. Oh, the track yeah. is real. Do you know who sings it and what's it about? Yeah, it's uh, Frankie Bello. And it is a song about all of what he was going through when his brother um, was taken away from us, who was actually a victim of a homicide. I know that that's what that song. Yeah, Frankie, if you, if anyone you ever noticed, like the one arm Frankie has a tattoo is a portrait of Frankie's brother. And, uh, and again, it was really tight with them. I mean, both I mean, even, you know, he's Charlie's nephew too. Right. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, close to the family. So losing, uh, Frankie's brother was a big deal, obviously. Yeah. So check out the latest episode. I think it was episode 20. It's a really cool part. Just hearing the band, hearing Frankie talk about that song and hearing Scott saying, you know, it's awesome. It's a great outlet that Frankie got to do and put it on. So happy that they were all, they were all so happy that they could put it on an album. Yep. And just get it out there. So, I mean, it's, it's a cool song. It's sad. It sucks that it happened. got to put it out there so check it out no that, that was a good one i think uh some of those dude so uh we're gonna jump back in the day and um this is actually pretty cool so the first thing we're gonna look at here is you know when we go back in the day we go back and find an album and have a new look at it and this is one where um the wiener and most of you that are regular listeners know that we have a, a contact that we just refer to him as the wiener. He, uh, he actually turned me on to these guys really early on back in the, you know, back in the late eighties. This is a band that they're, uh, they're turning 32 years old, their first album um, that dropped in 1989. And this is a band by the name of forced entry. The name of the album was called uncertain future. Now the band was formed in Seattle, Washington in 1983. Originally, 
they had the name called Critical Condition. And then they later then changed their name in 1986. They changed their name to Forced Entry. And this is the one where they only had two albums. I mean, they had some EP and then like some, some demos in there. And they only had like two albums before they broke up in 1995. They briefly reunited for some stuff in 2002, but nothing really ever came of it. Recently, they've been reported that they're planning to reunite for shows in 2021. And then coinciding with that reunion, they're going to have new, uh, new material. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, it makes sense now because now we have um, kind of this, this broader genre and we, like, we can kind of go into that uh, more prog area. This is the one where when it first came out, I was like, oh, it's like super technical. Like I didn't even, I didn't even think like back in 1989, like we really didn't talk, call it like prog metal. Like it's not progressive stuff. Like some of the other bands that came afterwards, but listening to it, dude, totally tell that, you know, you got odd time and like it's technical stuff and it's super fun. So um, those of you that are into that type of, of metal, check it out, man. If those of you that aren't familiar, Forced Entry, their release from 1989 called Uncertain Future. That's the one that I have from back in the day. Very cool. Yeah, I have not heard that. And before we get to comments or follow-ups, um, with all we've talked about all this new stuff that's coming out and just all the stuff that's available to us. So I thought we should add a segment to our show. So going from back in the day, let's jump right to today in the day. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so just mainly talking about not super new bands from like the current year or last three or four years, but, you know, kind of that whole new thrash, thrash resurgence from, you know, early 2000s, mid 2000s and, you know, 2005, six, when it really started coming out again. And so one of the bands I came across this week was called Terror Empire. They're from Portugal and they just rip. you're a big creator fan you'll like terror empire their newest song came out just over a year ago hunt the traitor it's a single they've got two albums out 2017 obscurity rising and 2015 the empire strikes back that's the one i listened to first and kind of got me onto them like brutal cool man thrash up your ass Ooh, <laughs> terror empire dude i'll check it out for sure they're, yeah. from, they're from portugal portugal 
I wonder if they're Portuguese. I don't know. I have to check my geography. <laughs> they are. Yeah. So today in the day, they're also interthrational as they are not from our country. Fans from across the globe. All right. Uh, got a, it's not really a follow-up or anything. It's not follow-up to our show anyway, but our friend and good listener, Aaron, a.k.a. Larry, a.k.a. Duke Tomato, um, he posted something on, or he tweeted about, uh, was it comparing Kill em All and Show No Mercy? Or I think he was asking about Show No Mercy, what people thought of it, and tagged us in it. And I never responded. I meant to, but forgot. And then I kept thinking about it. So I told him that I would mention it here instead. And Show No Mercy, to me, like I've mentioned way back in episode one or two, I think how I was kind of late to Slayer, how yep. I was getting into metal in the me mid 90s. I, I then, was too, yeah. I got divine intervention and I just, I wasn't ready for it. I was listening to Ozzy and White Zombie and Metallica and stuff, but I just, I don't know. I heard that Slayer and like the drumming and stuff. I'm like, set you over here for now. And <laughs> a few years went by and I got into them. Yeah. Cause my friends were in a band and they covered Seasons in the Abyss and I love their cover of it. So I went out and got, actually, I think I helped the guitarist move. So he said, I'll buy you an album. So I'm like, I want this double one here so i got decade of aggression and then listened to that loved it so then i went backwards through their, their uh, catalog and show mercy is first cousin of kill em all like kill em all is awesome and then show no mercy it's kind of in that same vein like the sound quality but like the songs i don't think they're as catchy as kill em all but they're probably thrashier i mean they just feel they feel heavier they have like a bigger well, and i think i think that it, makes sense but it's also like production too though you know, it's, it's that time where it just, it sounded different. And, and this is like, and I, I remember I was in the conversation on Twitter. I, I too, like, didn't really get into it until, um, South of heaven. And then I went back and looked, listened to the old stuff. I really didn't, but this is something that I'm, I'm glad we're bringing this up. Cause I wanted to talk to you and, and the others that are, that are listening live. And, mm-hmm. you know, and again, we can certainly bring this up afterwards, but I remember reading in a magazine. So like back in the day when I didn't have a lot of money to actually buy physical magazines where they actually ink on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would often just stand in like Schinders. If those of you that remember <laughs> Schinders, or I would stand in the stores and read all of the rags <laughs> because yep. I couldn't buy them all. But I remember reading an article. I don't remember if it was like rip or hit parader or whatever. It might've been guitar player or one of the guitar magazines, I don't remember, but they literally were talking about how Slayer faked it until they made it. And they said they purposely in the studio sped up solos on the first album. Really? That they couldn't play live, but eventually they could, right? (laughs) And when I first heard it, I'm like, you're kidding me? Like they sped up solos and I have no way of proving, like, did that really happen? Are you kidding me? But, uh, I'm just curious if one, anybody else in the, in the internet world has ever heard of that. And two, what do you think? I mean, if that was something that they did back in 1983. I've heard of bands doing that recently too, where there's, you know, I think it's old Drake from Evil. I remember him in an article once saying how they don't play stuff or re- they don't record stuff, but they won't play live. Like, cause he was complaining that the same thing. There's some bands that, speed things up and like you hear it on the album like there's no way they could play it that fast and right. it's true because they are speeding it up and can't play it so according to old drake there are bands that still do that and i'd probably take his side and say you know if you can't play it yep don't record it that way <laughs> sure sure 
Yeah. So just, just a thought. I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think about, but then again, they used to wear black eye makeup too. So. Yep. (laughs) And I still haven't confirmed if they were actually called dragon slayer at one point. So I'd always heard that, but then Carrie King said that it's not. We got to get, well, we just got to get him on the show. Can you, can you have your people reach out to their people? And try, but he teases my people. Yeah, but show no mercy. I think it's my statement on it is it's, I think it is a little underrated, but I think it's a little lost on my personal opinion, because I always go back to, you know, rain and blood, south of heaven, seasons in the abyss. Oh, dude, seasons. That era. So, so I love those so much, but I always, so I need to go back more and listen to show no mercy more often you know because, what I'm, okay i'm gonna do this this weekend i'm gonna listen to uh show no mercy and hauling the chapel get some some old school slayer yeah. so my new brain can listen to it again yep and i would have to say if it's not my favorite slayer song it's my favorite slayer riff black magic oh just love that one it's a good one you know one thing i started you know most people in the pandemic kind of picked up something or like worked on something and i picked up the guitar after a bunch of years and started working on things and yep so if you want to see me attempt black magic i don't know if it's on youtube it's on my facebook page back like a april 2020 or something so fun to play so many good riffs and i just love that song and it's my ringtone my wife calls me so slayer starts going off yes so uh show no mercy definitely some great songs in there i enjoy it need to go back to it so uh yeah thanks for uh again that was some good debate on the twitter sphere dude i think that's gonna wrap us up for uh it's already been an hour dude what the hell <laughs> as this rap is winding down can't dude. you see we wear the crown don't Ooh. you know anthrax is number one but we don't care we just want to have a, a festival. festival a festival in london <laughs> hey um we want to thank everyone for listening um thank everyone that's joined us live thank everyone that that listens and and follows us on whatever podcast app that you follow us on. Um, we do encourage you to please go leave a review where you get your podcasts and um, what would really help and really be great. Even if you're using, you know, Spotify, Google podcasts, go leave a review on, on Apple podcasts. It would really mean a lot to us to kind of raise in those ranks. So we really appreciate all your support. Um, we want to hear from you. Leave us uh, We want to be rank. <laughs> we we, we want to rank. Go ahead and leave a, uh, uh, or send us an email at the thrash report at gmail.com. You can find links to all of our stuff at thrashreport.com. I absolutely, um, you know, l- love the fact that you guys continue to show up every week and we, we couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much, man. Yeah. So much. It's awesome watching you guys in the chat room, just chatting between yourselves or talking about stuff we've brought up. So it's, really cool to see we appreciate you guys appreciate you guys so much and we love doing this and we're just gonna try to keep getting better absolutely i want everyone to have a safe and fun holiday fourth of july weekend um don't lose any fingers man just have fun but you know (laughs) if you're gonna Uh, lose any fingers lose the middle two that's right and as a reminder you know what it may seem silly but as a reminder man like if you're out boating or out on the river Again, man, if you're boating, just don't drink and drive and uh, have fun. I just, I don't want to hear again, every 4th of July, you hear, you know, somebody drowns or something. Right. So let's have a safe and fun time because I'm going to, like Ozzy says, because I'm going to come back and kick your fucking ass again. So we will see you at a show live this fall. Yes. Thank you. We'll see you next time on the Thrash Report.
See you guys. Horns up. Thanks, everybody. See ya. See ya.